Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. I'm your host, Doug Coleman, and I'm here today with the other co-host, Brennan McCullough, and we have a special guest, Nick Jenkins from the Gamers Without Borders podcast. How you doing, Nick? Yeah, I'm pretty good. Thanks, Doug. Yeah, gr- grateful to have you on the show. There's actually a real reason we're having you. How are you doing, Bren? I'm doing swell. Oh, Jesus. That's wow. why I didn't bother. <laughs> But (laughs) there's a whole reason we're having Nick, because uh, we kind of wanted to do a sort of Peggle special episode, and I do have some interesting things in store for that. But um, I guess we can kind of start this off like a regular episode and talk about the games we played, and then kind of go off on tangents about Peggle as a franchise and how it's captured our hearts. (laughs) And also, like, pissed me the fuck off lately. But uh, what have you been playing these days, Nick? I feel like we've never heard from you. Well, no, because this might surprise you. I've never been on your podcast. Exactly. How that happened? I don't. What? Uh, Yeah, it's as if I've. Yeah. Anyway, enough. Um. Yeah, I've not been playing much because I'm kind of waiting for that run up till Christmas to get some good games. So I've been dipping in and out of Just Cause Three. Okay. uh, Which is fine. I'm just kind of doing all the collectible shit at the moment. Uh, Mm. I'm. I've played a little bit of Little Big Planet Three in four player co op, which was absolute carnage. Just <laughs> it's like if you think if you think Matt, like Matt, if you think like four player Mario is bad, it has nothing on four player Little Big Planet. So oh, uh, wow. yeah, uh, playing some Peggle, which obviously we'll get on to uh, as well. And there is one other mobile game I want to just raise on your podcast. I talk about it quite a lot on my podcast, but it's a mobile game called Infinity Loop. Uh, it's a really simple puzzle game. It's kind of like you know those puzzles you get in some games where it's like you have to get water from pipes to one end to another. It's yes, a, it's a similar kind of premise. Like you have like a big kind of board of sort of pieces that you have to spin round. You have to make sure that you always make a closed shape like a circle. Oh, I've uh, played this game and yeah. I adore it. Yeah, but what level are you on? Do you know? Oh, it's actually I've I we talked about it on this podcast way way long ago, and I don't remember. I probably left off in like the hundred and twenties or something. But like it goes on forever. Like you could get really high. I'm sure. Well, well you dirty scrub. I'm in the three thousands. Wow! Yeah, that's what I mean. I probably only played for a week, but like, I want to go back to that yeah. three thousand. Yeah, no. Well, that's the thing. The game doesn't progressively get more challenging, no, no. does it? It's just kind of like. But in general, it's it's a yeah. nice little mind bender. I I personally do find that game very yeah. very enjoyable. Yeah, it got to the point where I I actually paid to go ad free, not because the ads were annoying, but just because I wanted to give some money to the developers. Oh was, sure. Because I was like, I've played like thousands of levels of this. You deserve a bit of my money. Yeah, definitely. And it's also just less of a hassle dealing with the ads on something you actually really enjoy yeah. and support. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's basically what I've been doing um, with regards to games. Although I'm, I'm going to bring one non-gaming thing up so you can mock me. I did drunk karaoke, <laughs> I, I did drunk karaoke this week. Oh, that's fantastic. How did yeah. that go? That sounds very fun. That was good. I, rick ro- I rickrolled a bar full of people. Oh my god. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. It's always a classic. My go-to yeah. is Karma Chameleon by Culture yes. Club. Oh, of course. Oh. Turns out I do not have any sense of music or pitch or tone no, do I. No. whatsoever. Uh, yeah, as soon as I started singing, I was like, either their microphones are shit or I sound terrible when I'm drunk because I sounded <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, oh, man. That sounds like uh, a night to remember. Oh, it was. I remember one girl in college saying uh, the... Meg song from Hercules, the Disney Hercules, and I'm pretty sure I fell in love with that girl, and I've never oh. seen her again. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's one of my favorite movies. It's so good. Yeah, well, that's cool. 
uh, that's the games you've been listening or been listening to, yeah. been playing. Uh, <laughs> those <laughs> are the games I listen less, to. He just yeah. watches less plays and puts them on in the background. He doesn't actually play <laughs> the games. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's how about you, Brad? Uh, me, a lot of uh, Overwatch. They had an event going where you can get because <laughs> Blizzard owns all of them. They're trying to branch out their audience to play Heroes of the Storm, which is another game they have that's not doing as well. So if you played 15 games of Heroes of the Storm with a friend, you get a legendary Genji skin for Overwatch. And it's awesome. Super worth it. So I knocked that out. So I also played Heroes of the Storm, which I just did not care for. It really didn't keep my interest. It's a MOBA, if anyone doesn't know. It's yeah. basically It's basically just League of Legends, but with hero characters. And I know people who are passionate about either League or Here's the storm are going to yell at me and say, "Oh, it's not, it, they're different. It's not the same." It really, pretty much is. There's <laughs> really not that much difference to it because I played both, and neither have caught my interest for more than a week. So it is fun, like it is interesting, but it's not my type of game. That's fair. I'm with and, you, dude. A hundred percent. Yeah, and then uh, I've been playing Divinity: Original Sin again, but I've been playing it with dubs. So I know you can play it single player, but I really can't imagine why you would. Like, it seems like it'd be so much better with two people because you control two characters and they converse all the time and affect things differently. And it's just so much easier to deal with two people and it's more enjoyable. And Dubs is a kleptomaniac. Like, he, <laughs> he's, a, I think, an assassin, which is a shadow blade in that game. So he goes invisible and just steals everything in sight. Like That's fantastic. Everything. So we have... Like, we're not even out of the first tutorial town yet, and I think he has, like, 5,000 gold or something. Like, it's insane. That's uh, so cool. Dude, that just reminds me of during our D&D podcast when we had Corey and Amanda from One Track Gamers guest on it. Uh, Like, they were a shopkeepers, and, like, we were being all nice to them, and as we left, I, like, stole a fucking potion. He's like, thanks for not stealing anything. <laughs> I'm like, whoops, sorry about that. Uh, wait, wait, you guys don't do that in real life as well. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you just pocket stuff left and right. Yeah. I, oh, totally. I did actually have a friend who was, like, an accidental, like, shoplifter where he would just, like, try on a hat in a store, and then he walked out of the store with it. He's like, oh, I guess I guess there wasn't any alarms or anything. Like, now I don't I know. Hat. I don't know if I admitted this on the podcast before, and I'm not going to admit where I did it, but it was the <laughs> only thing I ever really stole in my life was season seven of Dragon Ball Z on DVD. <laughs> <laughs> And what wow. a thing to steal. I know, and I put it in my pockets, like, just the DVDs. There was, like, fucking six of them or something. It was insane. I don't know. I was an idiot. <laughs> Is that the FBI I can hear? Oh, <laughs> god damn it! Uh, <laughs> but no, well, the NSA uh, hear everything, so... Uh, what else? Oh, and Pokemon Sun. It It's out. I'm fucking caving. I haven't done it yet, but I'm probably going to be buying it, and then another 3DS within the day. So... Wait, another 3DS? I had one originally. I sold it to Mark in college because I was like, okay. "Fuck it, I'll never play anything ever again on this thing." And then Pokemon Sun came out. I'm just like, "Fuck!" So <laughs> I gotta get that before the week's over. Gotcha. That's it for me. Yeah, personally, I haven't really been playing too much more lately. Uh, obviously, Peggle Blast on phone. Um, just trying to get as far as I can with that, and we'll get into that. Yeah. Um. Uh, but the only real game that I've been playing 
like regularly and streaming a lot is Path to the Sky. It's like a roguelike that I've talked about before. But like if this is some listener's first episode, you got to check out Path to the Sky. It's so exciting that there's an update now. So you can choose between uh, a male or a female main character. The female gets more stamina to start with. And she also starts with like a magic like wand to do like magic spells. And the male character starts with a bow and arrow. But it's it's so cool because of how like many different like items and things like variables in the game are so different as you play uh, a level. So for instance, there's always like each level there's one area where you can go unlock an area where there's like some sort of mini boss, and if you take care of the mini boss, this like like some kind of lady sailor comes up to you and it gives you an option between two extraordinarily epic items. So like you can only pick one and. I remember usually sometimes there's an option for like a flying bird companion and there's like a bunch of different bird companion options. So one's like the magnet bird, which will like attract enemy shots towards it instead of you. And then there's like one that's just called Bowie. So he's just like has a bow and arrow itself and flies around and does like attack damage with you. So that one's Uh. really handy. And then there's like another one. Uh, that does like called Nova. So like when you hit something with a critical, it'll like shoot out extra damage points. Like there's just so many different things and like different potions and items that you find that like increase your attack speed, increase your damage, like all these different variables as you're trying to progress, like through this awesome roguelike game, I could play it like over and over again. Like it's so exciting how much replayability there is there. So if you haven't played it, it's totally, totally worth checking out. Does the character Bowie die at any point because it's 2016? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was going to say, I hope they took their whole budget for that game and spent it just on the copywriting, like licensing for the song. And when you yep. get Bowie, it just plays Major Tom on loop all the time. Yep. <laughs> oh, God. Wasn't it you or somebody that posted in our Slack channel, like an image that was like, it was Bowie's death that like was holding, uh, Bowie was holding the universe together and then he, now uh, everything's falling to shit. <laughs> Yeah, it was Paul Bettany, the actor, who's like oh, yeah, that's Vision right. and Jarvis on the Marvel stuff, and he's in a ton of stuff. Yeah, he tweeted out like when, like a week after Bowie died, he's like, oh, uh, a mate of mine told me that Bowie was holding the universe together. I would have told him he was sh- full of shit, but now, I don't know. Because <laughs> like, just fucking 2016 is a nightmare. Yeah, things are kind of crazy. Well, and that's how, all right, so now we can kind of go into the Peggle rant. <laughs> Speaking of because, nightmares. Yeah, hey, well, Peggle. that's the thing. Well, like, I, I really, when, the, all right, Peggle came out in 2007, and it was like, I was there when it first came out, like, and before the orange box and everything, like, I was like, I was this there, game man. is, I was there, I dude, this game, eyes. it was Jesus, like, for, <laughs> uh, it's not, it's so true, though, but, and I have friends who were playing it with me, like, to back up my word, but, like, seriously, that game was just so exciting to me, and I was like, I actually played it to the point where there was nothing else that could be done, that, that I won every trophy, and it was like, you are the grand, ultimate, mega, mega, Peggle champion or whatever the fuck the word was. I'm like, awesome. And then Peggle Knights came out, like, the the sequel came out, like, quite literally a year later in 2008. And I did the exact same thing with that game because I loved it. Um, And, alright, so we can kind of go into it now. I'm going to give a little bit of background on, like, the Peggle Masters. Like, Here's your we had history for the yeah company. seriously. I'm g- I'm gonna give you guys the the rundown. So in the first Peggle game, I think you had uh, let's see one two three four five six seven eight nine ten characters to choose from. All right, and that being Bjorn, Jimmy Lightning, Cat Tut, <laughs> Splork, Claude, what a fucking name. 
All right. Well, actually, I'll I'll take it one at a time because they are so unique and interesting. So yeah, Bjorn. He's a unicorn. He had like the super guide uh, ability. Um, we also had Jimmy Lightning, who was the multi ball <laughs> madness. Oh. Multi ball was an amazing like power up, shit. like one of the best. The no, oh, it was only shit if it was like it depended on the level, but it helped so many times for me. I actually oh. enjoyed it a lot. Um, but no, the one that was shit was cat tut, which was like this cat that was like dressed like a Egyptian and they had like a pyramid shaped bucket, which was supposed to help you catch the ball more. But the way it was designed, it really sometimes wouldn't really catch it. Then next was Spork Sporkin, an alien who had space blast. And his was just like to like kind of take an area near the the green ball to just like have an explosion and take as many pegs that way. Uh, all right, next is one of my favorites. Actually, the next two are my favorite. Claude Lobster, he was the flippers, little flippers on the side. I mean, a lot of people would talk shit on flippers and say it wasn't very helpful, but if you could use them right, it I'm would, sick like... sick of people talking shit about these flippers! They're yeah, so I'm serious. useful! Dude, they're so useful. You could, like, literally <laughs> almost clear a level with those things. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, then next is Renfield Pumpkin. He was the Spooky Ball oh, character, and yes. Spooky Ball is by far probably the most OP, excellent thing there ever was. Next to one we haven't talked about yet, but uh, Spooky Ball was essentially your ball would do as much damage going down, and then it would come through the top of the the level again and do even more. So that was very very useful. Um, we had next is Tula Sunflower, which is just flower power. It would just take out a percentage of orange balls in the vicinity. Uh, next was Warren Rabbit, which is the lucky spin. So it would basically give you a spin. You could either get an extra ball, the magic hat, or like some, you can, I think you even get spooky ball and some other stuff in the spin options. Um, two left, we had Lord Cinderbottom, who is this dragon who who does fireball, which is pretty much self-explanatory. And last was Master Who, this owl who did Zen ball, which was kind of, bullshit because zen vault would sometimes really really improve your shot and help it a lot but other times would almost make it seem like it was like the worst shot ever and you're like i just wasted a power the prop the problem with zen ball though is that because it was designed for maximizing points it would always go for the purple peg as opposed to loads of orange so that's yes. often why it was always really bad yeah that makes sense um, and then, okay, so that was the cast for the first game. This When Peggle Knights came out, it was the exact same cast, p- plus the addition of one new character named Marina. And she was an eel with, like, this electric ability that would just kind of, like, zap down the level uh, anything to the the bucket. So she's interesting. I wasn't, like, that crazy about her. But, okay, so that leads me into, like, then there was one that a lot of people forget about. There's Peggle Dual Shot, which was the DS, the Nintendo DS version. And that was actually really crazy because um, it had, like, some new features. In fact, let me pull up real quick. I wrote something down about that because it was uh, really unique. All right, so here's – this is directly from the site. Experience the ball-bouncing, peg-busting phenomenon (laughs) – Peggle dual shot. Launch your balls at pegs, bricks, and obstacles to clear levels and challenges. Meet all ten fantastic Peggle Masters, complete tool full adventure modes, and encounter 120 levels. Experience the all-new DS exclusive bonus underground. That's what I was talking about. And try your hand at 90 challenge stages to complete your trophy room and reign as the Grand Master of Peggle dual shot. So, and it had a, a... You could utilize the stylus on the DS, and then also had a two-player dual mode, which is pretty unique. I think that was only introduced on that in the iOS version. 
But uh, in general, that came out in 2009. So I feel like a lot of people tend to forget that even happened. But I played it for quite a while and I beat the shit out of that too. I was I was such a Peggle sucker. I was like, that franchise, I was playing it, dude. And that was when it was all still good because it was PopCap games. So now this is oh. where things start to go down. Because I think PopCap is now a subsidiary of EA. And we all know that EA isn't the greatest. And then came Peggle 2, which I actually never played, but there's a whole, they like, so think about it. When Peggle Knights came out, they only added one new character. When Peggle 2 came out, they added like fucking five new characters. We have Jeffrey, Berg, Norman, Luna, and Wendy. And I don't know shit about any of these people. Did either of you get around to playing Peggle 2? No, I stayed for the good stuff, just Peggle 1 and then Peggle Blast. Yeah, that's fair. And dude, if you enjoyed Pega 1, I highly recommend Knights. Trust me, yeah. you'll enjoy that. But we can move on to Blast now, too, because yeah, Pega 2 is probably just an abomination, and Blast is like meat is like iffy for me like i'm enjoying it but it's also yeah. like fuck guys i i wish it was more like the original you don't need to introduce all right so yeah what did i say peggle 2 introduced five new characters now blast introduced one two three four nine new characters and these are like not even repeats so like we have way too many peggle masters people you're blowing it up and here's one thing that i noticed some of their powers are like overlapping for instance uh betrina from peggle blast her power is the same thing as marina from peggle knights it's like well why don't you just bring that character back I Shut up, Bren! Yeah, I don't even know why I'm here at this point. Like, <laughs> I know, I'm sorry, guys. I, I said we were going to do a Peggle episode. I played uh, Peggle, like, once, like, five years ago, and this whole time I've just been Googling Jimmy Lightning fan art. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, there is there is Peggle porn. There's not much of it, but there is some. <laughs> There's porn of everything, man. It's the end that's, <laughs> that's terrible. I didn't need to know that. Um, <laughs> I know what's going to be in your search history. <laughs> oh, God damn it. But no, and actually, I was wrong. There were seven new characters in Peggle Blast, but still, that's like still way too many. Anyway, yeah. I don't know. But how far are you in Peggle Blast, Nick? Because I'm still uh, like finishing up the slime guy. Yeah, I'm in, I think I'm level 99 or 100. Oh, wow. That's excellent. Yeah. A couple of interesting things is that I would say watch out for level 92. Because it's cheap as hell. Because it's got five bombs that each uh, that detonate in between one to five turns. So you have to hit them in a certain order. Like there is just basically one way to win that level. Okay. Uh, so and the other thing is, I listened back to to discover what your cheat for Peggle Blast is. I think they might have patched it. Oh, I'm still abusing it, so I better not update. <laughs> I, I I tried to do it like by properly properly closing the app like completely, and yeah, it, it wasn't keeping my lives. Wow, that's unfortunate. I to this day I abuse it. And I'm like, I'm very grateful. And are you Android? Yes. Yeah. Well, that's even weirder. Hmm. Yeah. And what, one other thing, um, I have a bit of conspiracy. Do you ever find that the game frequently crashes and reboots when you're doing the extra ball spin? Yes. And I also oh. did you find when do you ever see it say pegolifying the level and then sometimes it just doesn't actually turn anything orange? I've had it load an entire level and let me play the whole thing through and then like none of them were orange. And I was like, what the fuck was that about? It was so okay. lame. I've never had that to be honest. Like normally if anything goes wrong, it just crashes and restarts itself. Oh, dude, yeah, I actually have taken screenshots of it, like, loading with, like, every peg being blue because it's just fucking up. <laughs> oh, it's, a, yeah, it's it's a, it's a good game. I think it's just getting past 75 has kind of reinvigorated me. 
Yes. Oh, absolutely. That was like quite literally the biggest hurtling point of that game. I feel like I yeah. I never want to replay that. I don't even care how many stars I have on it because like if I hope I got three and I just never have to try it again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's just the scummiest game design. Yeah. Um. Well, before we go on and play a game of what's that sound that's peggle oriented do you guys have anything you want to bring up before that like maybe any kind of news i i kind of want to mention i I just did an episode with mark and we were talking about my computer and he asked me if it was a 32-bit and i told the listeners i'd let them know so if anyone's like waiting with bated breath on what what kind of (laughs) computer i have uh i my processor is an amd fx uh 8120 eight core uh, I've got eight gigs of RAM and it is thirty-two bit, so it's quite dated. And what? I'm pretty upset that it's fucking thirty-two bit. So shit. Wait, correct <laughs> me. I might, I might be wrong because I'm not that technical. But I thought the whole point with thirty-two bit is that it could only use about four maximum, like four gig of memory. So surely, does, surely that means you've got eight gig of memory and you can't use half of it. Yes, that's the thing. And <laughs> on the, actual, on the ep- actual idiot. <laughs> no, listen, that's the thing. We were talking about how frustrating it was. It was a whole nightmare of a uh, scenario where my gaming PC, I was the black screen of death episode or something. I forget exactly. But like I, for almost a week or longer, I was unable to game on my PC and it was such a nightmare. And I had to go through all this like jumping through hoops to like get like operating systems to even like be recognized on the goddamn thing. And like nothing was working. And I was trying to go back to seven and I eventually just got it to work on 10 not realizing it was an install of 10 on 32 bit and i was like oh fuck my life and it's like i've already gone so far that it's like maybe someday i'll redo it it's not a big deal but it's gonna cost me some money yeah brent i've just seen that picture you sent and if you send anything worse than that i am flying (laughs) over here over there and i'm gonna hit you oh god i i I don't i just ignore him (laughs) what is this that's uh, Jimmy Lightning fan art. No, no. It's actually not bad. It's the artist is pretty good. It's just a weird take on it. The yeah, yeah look at Master Who. That's terrifying. That freaks me <laughs> out. Master Who. <laughs> oh. God damn it. <laughs> I don't know any of these characters. Um Yeah, stuff to bring up though. Uh apparently Apple released a book. Yep. And it cost about $300. And it contains pictures of their products. And God damn it. it. Is anyone going to buy this? That is the yes, most yes. like yes, pompous the, thing ever. Oh my that's God. That's the problem. Too many people will buy it. It's yeah. literally an Apple picture book with all of their products in there. That's it. Mm. There's like no information. It's just pictures. That's it's so fucked. Fucking idiotic. Talking of things you really don't want to look at, who heard about the genitals that have been found in Watch Dogs 2? Oh, oh. God damn it. I heard about it from you. Yeah. <laughs> I've discussed this on my podcast, so in case there's any crossover with listeners, I apologize because I'll be repeating myself. But yeah, without um, someone found a very, uh, how can I put this, explicit female texture within Watch Dogs 2, uh, shared it on PSN, got banned from PSN, got reinstated from PSN, and yeah, it's crazy. (laughs) That's what that is. I heard about them getting like banned from PSN, but I didn't know exactly what about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I would say it's a ballsy move, but it's not. It's the opposite of balls. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's internal well, I think, balls. I think we can safely say the guy, the, whoever, which, eh, whatever programmer did that, is no pussy. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there we are. Well played. Well played. <laughs> uh, I uh, I'm surprised that I haven't heard 
a lot of crap about Watch Dogs 2 because Watch Dogs 1 didn't do well and Watch Dogs 2 looked really dumb. Oh, no, I think it's actually, I think it's actually doing all right apart from the yeah. whole naked women. Yeah, I haven't heard as much negative stuff as I thought about because it, like, so much of it is just like, oh, you can hack into, like, literally everything, like windows and doors and cars and guns and all that. It's like, then why, why would I be running around doing parkour and shooting guns when you could hack everything from, like, a safe house or something? Like, it yeah. seems we- it seems weird that if you're able to hack things t- remotely and literally everything is a computer now, why would you put yourself in any danger of being near the person? Like it yeah. just the whole idea and the game has no interest to me. But I'm surprised it's doing as well as it is. I thought hmm. it'd be catching a lot more crap. Mm. But speaking of very bad games from Ubisoft, oh, uh, Assassin's Creed. Oh, Assassin's- here we go. Assassin's Creed Two which is one of my favorites, and I consider the best. Well, I consider Brotherhood the best, but a 2 is definitely, like, second best. And I thought, like, Ubisoft let it go. I thought it escaped its grasp, and it was free to live out its days in the pasture, happy and uh, free. No, they remastered Assassin's Creed 2 for the Xbox One, and it's fucking garbage. Yeah. I was going to say, you might want to uh, put air quotes around the word remaster, because yeah, what did so they do? Worse. What did they it's- do to it? That one screenshot of that guy. <laughs> yeah, he looks like a bloated, like, something, like, made out of a, a what is it, Polygon's Monster Factory? I don't is uh, that Polygon? I forget. Yeah, it's, uh, it's so terrible. They Generally, they just try to, like, highlight all the colors to make it less drab. So, instead of having, like, a sort of a dark theme, to, like, a dark tone to it at night, where you're trying to be stealthy, where you're sneaking around in the shadows, now everything is just super bright. Yeah. So, there's definitely parts where it helps, but doing it to the whole game really throws off the sense of like balance and tone mm. and all the characters are at first I thought they just got brighter like they just put more lighting effect on their skin and stuff but no they're actually just straight up like whitewashed like all oh. the characters are whiter now not like a, not like they put a light fixture around them more they're actually just lighter skin tones which is just weird I don't know if they're just doing that like they did with the rest of the environment of just trying to brightening everything or if there's an actual reason for it. It's weird. Um, the controls just seem awful. Like, it seems buggier than ever. Assassin's Creed has never been top of the line in control-wise, but it seems so much worse now. And yeah, there's one guy in particular that just looks like a Muppet. Like, I don't know what they did to him. <laughs> but he looks so out of place compared to everyone else, and it's so obvious. Yeah. And it's just... It's Ubisoft is going back and ruining games that they did make that were good. Like, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get why he looked completely fine in the original. Like, this character looks like he perfectly fits in the scene. Whereas, like, right when you look at it, like, side by side to the remaster, like, this guy sticks out like a sore fucking thumb. It's unbelievable. Like, I don't know. And, yeah, and you're right about the graphics. Like, I don't really see much of an improvement, really. Yeah, they brighten things up, but that's about it. And, I don't know, I think they should have, they might have wanted to leave this one alone. Yeah. I'm pretty sure if you looked into like Ubisoft QA at the moment, there'd just be a sign on the desk that says "Gone Fishing." <laughs> I'm I'm sure the QA's gone, and I'm sure it's just the executives telling them what to do. It's like, no, we're remastering it so we can sell it again, so we can rake in that money for not actually making a new game. Because yeah. there's so many more remasters now, and they're really not improving it any more than there the original was. So that. That Muppet guy, though, he looks so bad that it's almost as if, like, one of the employees was, like, making a stand, like, doing a troll, like, on purpose. Because, like, that 
you, you can't tell me that like you wouldn't notice that when you every even look at the guy behind them if there's there's three people on screen there's like the and he looks pretty identical just a little whiter then we got the freaking muppet and then the guy in the background even looks exactly the same why is this guy like almost like a completely different 3d model thrown in there i have no idea like the there's his no clothes way. are different what is yeah. going on it makes absolutely no sense this is clearly clearly an intentional change because it's not like that one character model broke in the remastering or something, and they had to remake them from scratch. Like, <laughs> clearly, someone did this consciously, and it's so fucking bizarre. What would you name that guy if you could give him a name? Jerp. Jerp? How do you spell it? J-E-R-P? <laughs> yep. That's a jerp. Yep, alright, fair enough. Um, and I, well, And I, if I played the remaster, which I wouldn't, I would not kill him, and I would try to get him as a sidekick. For the <laughs> That's not there how the go. game works, but I would try that. Yeah. God, Excellent. what the hell are they doing at Ubisoft? Who knows? What the hell are we doing on this podcast? Let's play What's That Sound? Peggle Edition. All right, so we're playing Peggle, What's That Sound? And for those thinking to themselves, they're probably like, if you play Peggle sound effects over and over again, how are they? They're just going to guess Peggle every time. No. So what's going to happen? So what's going to go on is. (laughs) No, uh, I have 11 actual sounds, and they're all from the different characters from the first two games, Peggle and Peggle Knights. And so if you're familiar with the games, if you hit a green peg, Per, which depending on which character you've selected it'll make a different sound so that being said let's listen to sound number one and i've given both brandon and nick uh a picture of the peggle cast to choose which uh peggle master makes this sound so let's listen to sound number one now i have an answer oh w- what do you guys think cat uh, yeah cat top Yes, good job. Wow, Bren's even getting these right. I didn't see that coming. Uh, I'm not that dumb. Oh, yeah, I'm only kind of dumb. <laughs> good job. All right, well, let's move on to sound number two, guys. Uh, Got it. All right, Warren? Bren. Which one, Bren? Warren, the rabbit? No. It's uh, Renfield. Yes, it is. Spooky ball. All yeah. right. Oh, that's oh, it's the pumpkin one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Context clues. All right, <laughs> let's go with sound number three. Oh fuck! I got this. That's excellent. Uh Bjorn. Nope. Good try. Oh, How about it, Nick? Oh, I think it. I think it's. I think it's Tula. It is. Yes, that yes! is the flower. Flower power sound. All right, we're moving on to sound number four. Now this one's tricky. See, I can't tell the difference between, like, the sound effects for hitting the ball and the sound effect of, like, launching, like, the rest of the game sound effects. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know which one I'm trying to identify because I don't play Peggle. In that one, it's, that one just sounds like a a lightning Explosion. bolt or something, like, Yeah, you've given it away and you've confirmed my theory. Fuck. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with Johnny Lightning, or Jimmy Lightning. No, uh, I think, is it Marina? Yes, it is. Good you job. Mentioned li- you mentioned lightning, and it's the only one I can't recognize because I've not played whatever Peckle game she was in. That is correct. Yep, and that was her 
her sound. Excellent job. Uh, so how is that? Lightning a clue? And it wasn't Jimmy Lightning. No, His because she's she's an electric eel. Yeah, that's not so, an eel. That's a squid. Look at the cone on her head, dude. Brent, well, Brent, I just I listen to Doug when he says things. That's kind of. <laughs> Oh, well, yeah, that's why I'm not winning. Yeah, we don't listen to each other. All right, anyway, let's move on to sound number five. We're almost halfway. (laughs) Fucking tasty guitar lick. Well, yeah, tasty guitar lick. What do you think of that one, Bren? I'm guessing Master Who, because he's got a guitar in the picture. Nope. Oh, good try. What What is this game? (laughs) I know Nick got it. Yep. Uh, That is Jimmy Lightning. Yes, it is. It's even funnier because that was one Bren guessed right before that. Um, yeah, moving on to sound number six. Any ideas, Bren? No. <laughs> <laughs> they all sit, there's no difference to me. They're all just gibberish. Well, the good thing is, as we go further, you know which ones they're not going to be. Yeah, I'm not paying attention. I don't remember who we already said. <laughs> uh, is that Master Who? Yes. Well done. Okay. Yep, that I, yep, I have that as well. Excellent. And let's move on to sound seven. Alright, that was like a clown or something. Clown Man! Clown, yeah, Clown Man from Mega Man. Uh, the funny thing is, as I was trying to get these sound clips, I found, like, for the first, like, five out of, like, seven videos I needed, they were all, like, no commentary, and I was like, this is excellent. And then the last ones all had commentary, and that was one of the hardest ones to get. <laughs> Who does peckle commentary seriously? Uh, it was it was quite terrible, dude. I'm like, can you just not talk when you hit the green peg? That's all I'm asking. When I was looking up Jimmy Lightning fan art, I found someone who did like a thumbnail for a YouTube video. It was like Peggle episode 43. I was like, dear God, there's someone who did a 43 episode playthrough of Peggle. Like, all right. Well, before we mention anything else, I do want to mention Peggle. The original Peggle and Peggle Knights had a feature where you could redo like play replays of your like best yeah. shots and that is something i honestly wish would have carried over into blast i'm sure it would have been very hard to do but it, like even in just like a tops of like five replays that you could uh interchange that would have been so nice because that is an essential part of peggle that is no more mm. I, I would like show off all these ridiculous shots it was so cool but oh, they're yeah, all gone fun. yeah i had some great shots i feel like that's just all random luck you just shoot it and then it's wherever the ball goes Sounds like my Saturday night. Oh, no. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Brent, no, there is some serious uh, strategy de- yeah. you develop over the years. <laughs> yep. MLG, MLG Peggle. MLG, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for real. Um, but do you guys have thoughts on this uh, clown one? Yeah, I got it. Claude? No. I'm going Warren, and I know yes, that's right. That is oh. absolutely correct. Warren Between Rabbit. Him and Warren. With the tricky uh, the spin uh, ball. Yeah. A lucky spin. Um, alright, on to sound number eight. Oh, fuck. Oh, no, I got this. Yes. I don't even know what I'm trying to listen to there. That that one is very simple. Lord Cinderbottom. <laughs> no! It's what is it? Yes, it is, the super guide. Wow. Uh, yeah, because it's, like fir- it's like the first one, so it's like the simplest noise. Exactly. I forgot we didn't already do Bjorn. <laughs> yeah. um, and sound number nine. I, I want that to play every time I enter a room. <laughs> <laughs> That's badass. I want that to play every time I leave the bathroom. 
Oh. God, that's terrifying. <laughs> Don't go in there. Uh, th- I'm, you know, fuck it. I'm just going to keep guessing Lord Cinderbottom until I get it. Yeah, that is definitely yeah. him. <laughs> that is, uh, he's an awesome dragon. What a name, Cinderbottom. All right, guys, we got two left. Uh, sound number 10 now. Claude. Yes. Yeah, oh, so on easy. fire. That's yeah. the flippers. And we can all guess who the last one is. Well, let's play it. It's definitely Bjorn. No. What? Yep. It's Splork <laughs> and his space blast. Yes, it is. Oh, well done, guys. And now we can play the you win clip. That should be played when you leave the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, Beethoven's Ode to Joy for any opera fans out there. Excellent job, guys. That was a Peggle edition of What's That Sound? that was a fun time guys let's do some plugs and wrap this episode up nick where can listeners find you you have a podcast yes i do you can find my podcast gamers without borders uh we are at gwb pod on twitter in particular i am looking for guest co-hosts in the next couple of weeks because my current co-host is on leave so if you would be interested in doing that please don't hesitate to get in touch uh you can also find me personally on twitter at another gmg blog Awesome. Yeah, I'll have to take you up on maybe some of those guest spots, potentially. Yeah. Um, Bren, how about you? Uh, uh, what do I do? Um, the, that Twitter thing, you know what it is. I already forget what my own yep. handle is. Uh, and Pinecast. D- fucking use it. Or don't. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Uh, I'm bad at plugs. That's <laughs> uh, fine. Uh, but Pinecast is pretty cool, so check that out. Pinecast.com if you're a podcaster. And listener, if you like or had any kind of uh, fun listening to this, please give us a like or follow on Facebook and Twitter. Our handle's ABT Silence. I try to Twitch stream every Tuesday and Thursday, every time around 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you have time, come hang out and chat. And thanks for listening, oh. guys. And thanks very much, and Nick, for joining us. It's been a, it was oh, a blast a having pleasure. you on. Oh, a blast. Oh, oh, oh hello. Oh, 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 it was a Pego blast. <laughs> And if you're an artist or you like doing fan art, make sure to send any of that Jimmy Lightning fan art you got to Doug at uh, ABTS uh, Twitter. Oh, please don't. Just send all of it. All of it. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. We will see you next week. See ya. See ya.